Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, Patty here, your host of the Wealth and Purpose podcast. And today I'm going to talk to you about a few things. And my motivation for the podcast today is really to take you through a journey of thoughts and inspirations that have been finding me on my path these last couple of weeks, brought on by a couple of different milestones and occurrences, some happy, some not. And I want to start with a friend of mine. She's my oldest and my dearest friend. We have been together through so much. Our friendship has spanned 35 years. There is nothing she doesn't know about me. She is the keeper of my secret. And to an extent, I am hers. (laughs) And I laugh because she just doesn't have that many secrets. She is an open book. And she gives to the world fiercely and lovingly. And this weekend, her father passed away. He crossed over as a result of COVID. And I'm not going to go into the details of what that journey was like for her or her family because that's their their journey and they need to decide how to walk it and share it. But as I witnessed her, it just brought so much home to what I was going through a year ago when my dad passed. You know, when we lose our dads, whatever reason it is, it's you know, if you've had a loving relationship and probably even if you haven't, there's just a piece of the world that is now missing and you need to find it. And I was going through my my memories of her, so many of her and her family. They're such an interwoven part of my life. And somehow I landed on a memory right after my son was born. So My friends and I all had babies around the same time, so none of us were particularly more attuned to what we needed than others, but her older sister already had children. And I remember her gift was one of the first gifts I got. It arrived in the mail. It was a gigantic box of Pampers. And there was something so interesting and fascinating and lovely and hysterical about that gift because her sister was the real older sister entity in my life since I was the oldest in my family. And that was just so like her to, to be larger than life. I mean, the size of this Pampers box was just so big and was so practical, you know, and that was her. And years since that day, when I'm deciding on what to get a new parent based on the number of quote unquote older sisters in their life, if that person doesn't seem to have an older sister, metaphorical or real, that's the gift I send. 
because that's really what you need <laughs> when you got a new baby. You need tons and tons of diapers. But until you've actually walked that path, you can't navigate what's really needed from what's nice to have. You register for the baby and you register for all these things, these wipe warmers and decorations and lots of things that for the most part, you probably won't use. But diapers, you're always going to need those and you're always going to underestimate how many you need. And so right now I feel like that's my role with her and with so many is that proverbial older sister when it comes to grieving a loss of letting someone go when you didn't expect it and you didn't see it coming. And I've been thinking about what is the pampers of this process? You know, what is that thing that to me is so obvious and I know is the thing you're going to need more of than anything else if you're facing loss. The thing that you might reach for something different and you might think you know what you need, but what you're really going to need is is diapers and a lot of them. And as I thought on that, I realized there was no easy answer because it really is different for every person. But the thing I think no matter who you are and what the situation is, what the loss is that you're facing, the thing you need the most of is self-compassion and self-acceptance. Of course, I can't ship that. I can't give that to her and I can't give it to anyone else. I can just tell you that's what you need. And so if you are experiencing a loss right now, whether it's the loss of a person that you love or a job or a way of life or anything, first and foremost, the thing you need is not to fix it. It's not to make arrangements. It's not for strategies. The thing you need in abundance is self-acceptance and self-compassion. And so I offer that to you for what it's worth. As the proverbial older sister in this scenario, what I can tell you is there's no way to prepare you for what's coming just as much as I'm sure her sister sending me that box of diapers understood that the diapers I definitely needed, but there was absolutely no way to prepare me for what was coming. And with every birth, there is death. Um, we don't always look at it that way in the society since we favor birth over death so much, but the reality is they're inextricably linked. When something is born, something must die. When my firstborn was born, my life as it was, not having someone else to revolve my decisions around, to focus my attention on, that version of me died. And it would take me months and years to fully process that loss because I was so focused on the birth. And so often with death, we're so focused on what we're losing that we don't see what is being born. And I've shared this before on this podcast, you know, the person I became both because of the death of my mom and then my, my father, and certainly the death of my corporate self, the death of my first launch, the death of my um, business in varying versions of itself. There's been so many deaths, but with each of them, 
there has been something beautiful that's come out of them. That doesn't mean you have to jump immediately to what you're gaining. I think that would be virtually impossible. But if you could listen to me, the person that has walked this path, that has lost in so many different ways, and I can tell you there is something coming. There is something coming that's going to come out of your loss. And it will be beautiful. And it will be amazing. Which leads me to my other story or my other thought. And it's about Easter eggs. And we can't seem to find the Easter eggs. And this year they seem to feel more important than ever because there is so little for us to do with our kids right now. I mean, we can play outside and we can, you know, go for walks and play games. But, you know, the days the days are becoming repetitive. We are on week three going into week four right now. And, you know, the idea of putting an Easter egg to hunt together is really interesting to me right now. I think it's something to look forward to. And we cannot find the plastic Easter eggs for anything. And so I've been um, coming up with what ideas we can use in place of it. And hopefully they will reveal themselves at some point. But as I was thinking of designing this Easter egg hunt, putting a lot more energy and thought into it because I have the energy and thought to put into it, I was thinking about how at different years, my son, who likes to get to the good stuff, sometimes would just say, can you just tell me where the Easter eggs are? So he could just get inside them and get the candy. And later in life, they're teens. They can get the money. As he got older, he didn't want that. In fact, sometimes when his sister would find an egg and they each have their own eggs, you know, would find one of his eggs and would tell him she knew where it was, he'd get mad because it's actually the adventure of finding the egg that he realized is the true value of the Easter egg hunt. Sure, it's fun to get the money or the candy or the treat or whatever's inside the Easter egg. But that's not the point. The point is going on the hunt and finding that. And I, as I thought about that, it, that seemed like a more relevant metaphor for what we're in right now than anything else, that we are on this Easter egg hunt, that we want the good stuff in the middle of the Easter egg, which at this point, I think for a lot of us is, you know, for this virus to be under control, for us to be out of isolation, to things be getting better, at least minimally for our healthcare and frontline workers to have what they need to be safe and for people to have what they need to be healthy. And it's so easy to want to get to that destiny. I mean, I do myself as well. But if we understand that the journey looking for the clues, find getting to that destiny that along the way we could be having some fun or at least having an interesting time of it. Now, of course, if you are suffering like my friend is uh, a deep loss, I don't expect you to necessarily be able to absorb this piece that I'm sharing right now. This is really directed at those of you who are not in that situation because grief is, is is its own experience, right? But if you're simply dealing with the basic loss of your freedom right now and nothing more than that, if you can treat this like an Easter egg hunt where there can be 
a surprise and a gift waiting around any corner. You just need to be open and also trust that the Easter eggs are there. Because there was one year where one of my little ones, I don't remember who it was, was hunting and hunting for that last egg and couldn't find it, right? And then we realized that we forgot to hide it. (laughs) We found it somewhere. One of the adults found it somewhere. And it can be a long time, right? Sometimes you go a really long time without finding that egg. And that's the point where you have to believe in the divine, in that divine parent that loves you, that doesn't screw with you, just like we weren't screwing with our little ones. And that has the ability to make your your hunt, your journey, your destiny complete. We did ultimately hide that last Easter egg. The good thing is with us working with our divine parent, our divine parent isn't flawed the way that my husband and I are. If the Easter egg isn't revealing itself right away, it's not because the divine parent forgot to hide it. It's There's probably a bigger plan there. And so what ultimately is the biggest gift that you're going to find within that Easter egg that you're hunting for, that especially that last Easter egg before it, all of this is over, is I hope your own truth, your personal truth about what is right for you, about what is real for you, about what matters. Disconnected from what anyone else is doing, what is your truth? And if you're with a family, your family, what's your family's truth? Forget what other people are doing. What is right for you? Because if you can find that and you stand in that going forward, I promise you life will open up for you in a way that it never has before. You will have true freedom. So this temporary isolation is frustrating. There is a temporary death of freedom. But what waits for us on the other side, if we discover our truth, is an unending freedom. And that will be worth all the effort you put into that hunt. And again, that message is meant for you if you aren't suffering a deep grief. If you are, stay with that first part of this podcast, what I said, which is your number one job, the thing you need in abundance is self-acceptance and self-compassion. Everything else is secondary. And probably that's a good message for all of us. Self-acceptance and self-compassion. Give it to yourself in abundance. That is what you truly need right now. Have an amazing day. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.